All right, we're back. And now it's part two of how to select a homeowner because Rich and I got a little long-winded on this topic and we're going to cut it up into two segments. So we'll be back right after this. I come to save the day. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. Contractor, you need to be asking this stuff on the phone. You don't want to be taking the time to drive out there to find out this information mm -hmm. because this is... Well, and you said made a comment earlier too about doing it for free. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd like to have it on my tailgate, no free estimates since 1985. Right. Cause having something on there that says free estimates tells people that you don't value your own time. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. It's one thing to give a phone estimate. You know what I mean? Over the phone, that's a free estimate. Sure. But if you want me to drive out to your house, look at a remodel or particularly additions, which is what I did. Um, I'm going to charge you for not to drive out, but for much beyond that. Right. It's a design agreement. Yep. I will put everything together. I will do all this based on what you told me, a few hundred dollars to put this all together. Mm -hmm. If you sign with me, I apply it towards your down payment. Right. If you're not willing to do that, you're tire kicking or right. you got me there to solve a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not serious. Right. Guess what? I'm done. I so, didn't waste my time. I didn't have to go through the whole proposal and bidding process. Uh -huh. And again, I, it's not being mean. It's pre-qualifying right. customers. Right. And if you want to raise yourself to a professional level, two things. Charge for your time. Yep. Because if they're doctors, dentists, or lawyers, they're charging for their time. So sure. why shouldn't you? Don't think you're less. Right. And Second, we, we your and your time has value. Yeah. So... So anyway, I'm just going to give you a quick thing. What happened to us last week or last week I, I got an email. And so I sent out our, you know, pre-qualification stuff that I did. And I said, you know, if we're going to come out at uh, $250 to provide you with a budget. And that gets applied to your first invoice when we start the project. So I got an email back. I just want to be clear. You don't have, you're, you're not providing me with a free estimate. And I replied, yes, we are, as long as you work with us. <laughs> so if, if you're not going to work with us, yeah, it's not free. But if you're working with us, you no, know, it's a free estimate. Well, that's, well, that's what I said. And because I was doing mostly large additions and stuff, people would have an idea in their head, or maybe they're working with somebody and they're not telling you, but they'd bring you in there and they start showing you structural issues. Right. And they're just really picking your brain to try and figure out how, how to, to get from it. A to B. Right. And it's like, yeah, I know I could do this, but I'd have to get a structural letter. I can't tell you. Right. I'd never tell anybody anything. Yeah. Don't go out there and solve their problems for free. Right, right. You know, that, that right there is, again, it's just another red flag. Not sure. a client you want to work with. They're right. shopping. Right. They don't value your time. Um, I, I've gone out and they've just, they've people have opened the door and said, here, we're doing the kitchen. But then there's two other contractors there doing the same thing at the same time. You know, once that happened, we all sat down and said, okay, we're all going to bid it at this price. And we... She never talked to us. She just handed us a sheet and said, here's what you're doing. And we all decided we were going to bid it at this price. We all wrote it down. We all sent her an estimate for the same price. And I never heard from her again. And that's fine. You know, but a Makes lot you of wonder which one she selected. Well, or you were all too high. Right. But if, if you don't have time to spend, if the client doesn't have time to spend with you to explain what they want, you don't need to be working with them because they don't yeah. value your time or anything else. So. Um, so right. another good question you have on your list is how long have you lived in your home? Mm -hmm. So now depending on 
not just how long have you lived in that home, depending on the job. Again, because I did large additions and stuff, I'd ask how many homes have you lived in? Oh, interesting. Well, they'd be like, well, just this one. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're fixing what you don't like about this house. Mm-hmm. So they say on average, people live in 11 homes. Really? Before they retire. Yeah, I knew you'd blow that. I, this was just in an article I read a few weeks ago. Really? I'm still yes. on number one. <laughs> I know. That's why I, and I thought of you when I read it, because I'm building number 11. Oh, excellent. I'm building my 11th house. So that's, you know, I mean, for myself, not yeah. that I built the previous 10. Right. What I'm building right now will be my 11th. And it is funny because people walk through what I'm building and they're like, why is that like that? Mm-hmm. Well, why is that like that? And it's like, because every house I have had is missing this or it's missing. This. So it's at a culmination. Doesn't necessarily mean it'll suit you. Doesn't right. mean my house is perfect, but it's perfectly suited for my wife and I because right. that's what you guys have been need. doing this for too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it is interesting. So you ask, how long have you been in your house? And yeah, people get a feel for that. You know, it's like, it could be as simple as a door swings this way when it really and it irritates the hell out of you. Yeah. Because just want to always go that way and you gotta walk around the door then. Right. So it does matter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if you're gonna stay in your home, you've been there for 20 years, you're planning on going out feet first, and you want to do your yeah. kitchen. What that tells me is you want that kitchen done the way you want. You're not worried about resale. And exactly you're gonna to want to do it the way you want it, and you're gonna have fun with this, and this is gonna be a fun project. Yeah. So that yes. tells me something different than somebody says, you know, I've, I've been here five years, but I'm only going to be here another two years. That's a different kitchen budget because you're not going to invest that in there. Well, and we used to get that when we actually did live radio. A lot of the phone callers were looking for advice on how to fix or secure things. And it was all too often the same story. Well, I'm going to be selling. So I'm just looking... And we like, there is no golden tube of caulk at Home Depot or a box store. I'm calling out Home Depot. Right. None of the box stores have the golden tube of caulk. Right. There isn't. You just put it in there and you go like this and the roof no longer leaks or the drywall <laughs> no longer cracks or the paint sticks to the wall. Right. It's like, no, you you have a water issue or you have this. You know? Right. So, right. yeah, it can be fun sometimes, too. Right. All right. So um, ready to move on to the next one? Sure. Okay. So if you have any of these questions, you want to, you want to, I'll just, what I'll do is I'll do a blog at mightyhouse.net and uh, you can go there and get these questions if you really want to look into this a little bit further. And well, and if you have any questions, remember, hit subscribe. Yep. Hit like. Post your questions at the bottom here. Right. And, and, and we'll answer them. We'll answer them. Sure. Um, when you do that, when you've, you've actually worked up and you've gone out, now you're going out to do that job site visit. This is something, I don't know if you do this or not, but I do. Is the house clean? Is it messy? Are there kids, dogs, pets? All that plays a factor into what, uh, what the pricing is going to be. Because it, I, I actually, most of the jobs, if the house was messy, most of the time people told me that it was just like that because they were out of space. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, most of those houses were the same ones. I could never finish the addition and get photographs because right. it was messy again. Sure. So, yeah. But if, if it's messy, you know you're going to be moving stuff. And they'll say, oh, no, no, we'll move everything out of the way. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to do it, or you're going to have to hire somebody to do it, and that's going to cost you money. So you want to make sure that that's you... That's just another paragraph in the proposal. Right. Yeah. So you want, to, you want to watch for that. Kids, dogs, pets, 
all that's going to play a factor into how well, how efficiently you're going to be able to get that job done. So time of year. Yeah. I had a client in the south side of Chicago that's once I was hired to do the second, the, the addition on the back of the house, they stopped shoveling their driveway. Mm -hmm. I had to shovel their driveway every time it snowed <laughs> so I could get my crew and material in. Right. What is this BS? Right. Yeah. So another thing is, do they both work? Um, are, are they retired? Or, you know, their kids are in high school or whatever in college. They both work. They're not around. The house is clean. That job's going to go a lot smoother. Your communication's going to be at set times, either first thing in the morning or at the end of the day. They're not going to be walking in, looking over your shoulder, and, and constantly paying attention and bothering you and interrupting you while you're trying to do, get some work done. So whether or not they're home or not, that plays a factor in how you price that job out. So um, those are all the factors I look at when I walk through. So Lost time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but it, it's, it's going to no, happen. No, I, I know. You know? I mean, it's hard because we do predominantly remodeling. And yeah. most people, they're not, they come home at night, right? They go right. to work during the day while we're working on their house. Well, by 4 o'clock, I want the house clean again. Yeah. yeah. When they come home, it's stressful. Yeah. You've got strangers in your house doing stuff. I get that. Yep. So we make sure that the house is clean for the client. But you're right. The client also has to help. Sure. We have a mutual friend who I remember the story where they started doing demolition and a lamp fell or a base fell over uh -huh. and it turned out to be a base worth $10,000 and his insurance had to cover this vase. Mm -hmm. You hired a bunch of people to do remodeling on your house. You knew step one was demolition. You got a $10,000 vase <laughs> near that job. Right. So shame on you too. You know what I mean? Like you want to blame the contractor. That's one thing, but right. He probably thought it was just a dollar ninety nine thing because it was sitting on a table. I mean, right. I wouldn't leave a ten thousand dollar base out with people coming <laughs> yeah, in to do take demo take grandma house. off the mantle before you before you redo your fireplace. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise the, those guys they'll just suck her up with a shop back thinking it's just more dust. Right. So uh, the next the next <laughs> thing you want to do is, and we've kind of been touching on this. You don't want to be the cheapest contractor. You don't want to be the cheapest guy coming in, and we can go over all of this stuff, but. Uh, and what needs to be in your contract, but we've already done a video on that. Uh, so go out and look at the bonus. Uh, it, was the, it was the bonus series, the bonus episode I, of how to select a contract. How to hire a contract, right, isn't it? Right. Well, and this is all about the homeowner, too, is you don't want a homeowner that's going to pick the cheapest person, too. Right. Because that's no. that's the mindset. It's not... It's not, yes. I want my house to be remodeled so I can live in it. The whole mindset is, how do I fix this thing that just bothers the crap out of me for the cheapest price possible? Right. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be well, in there. They, they don't, again, they're back to, they don't value your time. Mm -hmm. And they just want it done cheap. And those are the people that you're going to have probably problems collecting. Okay, so, so we have a show that goes on YouTube. And YouTube is just as guilty as a lot of these where we have so many millennials that are looking to buy stuff on Amazon, off Alibaba, off Home Depot.com, Lowe's.com, Menards.com. They go online, they purchase everything, mm -hmm. eBay. Then they go to a YouTube video and see that it only takes 10 minutes to put in that faucet. <laughs> uh -huh. So then they call somebody because they don't have any of those tools. And then they also realize that they're not even sure how to turn the water off. So then they call you. Right. I need you to send a guy over to install a faucet. How much? $75 an hour, mm -hmm. $75 minimum, whatever your rate is. Sure. 
Oh, no, it should only take 10 minutes. You don't expect me to drive over there, bring all my tools, all my experience, all my benefits, my health insurance and everything for 30 bucks. Well, and, and that's what you got to get through some of these people's heads. The, the video was also edited a little bit. It probably took six hours yeah, to think. do it, but, <laughs> but it took, you know, they edited down to seven minutes. And so now. But like you said, you're bringing over your experience. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and, Tools are one thing, but yeah. the experience is another. Yeah. Because I could find somebody cheap who watched the same YouTube video I did. Right. And, and they understood it better than me. I mean, that's, that's where you get your $20. <laughs> right. I've replaced faucets for my in-laws and other friends, you know, and. Well, even for work, but I'm not a licensed plumber, so you know I don't right. really advertise plumbing. But sure. I'll go do it for people. I will never do it on a Friday night. I will never do it on a <laughs> Sunday night. I will only do it at six o'clock on a Saturday morning when I know the box stores or Ace is going to be open. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Because right. it always goes south. Right. We we do that. No plumbing after because we, we we do four out. We do four days. You know, four ten hour days. Right. So there is no plumbing after Thursday at, at noon. You do not do any plumbing after Thursday at noon. Yeah. Because you're going to be there all Thursday night and coming back on Friday. So yeah. that's how it works. People don't realize that. I mean, it could just be a drip. Sure. I can't tell you how many times I have fought a flood. the drip. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just talk to Robbie uh. sometime about, <laughs> about <laughs> right? her no, water service. That ended up we couldn't find the water shut off from the city and had to have the entire block shut down on a Sunday afternoon. Yes. So yeah, there you go. All right, so don't froze her water main on top of it. Huh? You had to freeze it to stop yes. it just to keep moving forward. Yes, exactly. So yeah. um, don't be the cheapest contractor. Make sure you're in the middle of the pack, the upper, the middle of the pack. That's also going to weed out all those tire kickers, all those people that are just looking for the cheap price and don't care about quality or value of your labor. So that'll help get rid of a lot of those bad clients also. Um, let's see. Oh, and then have a well-written written contract too. You want to make sure it spells out the scope of work, what you're doing, when you're doing it. And again, go back and watch that other video that we've got posted. Yeah, that's the contract one. That one will but help also, you out a lot. Going back to your, looking at your client, let's say you got your foot in the door and let's say you looked at the job and let's say you actually wrote up a contract for them. Did they give you the time to go through the contract or they'd flip to the last page to look at the number? Because <laughs> if they didn't even listen to your spiel, right. your explanation of all the specifications and quantities of what you were planning on doing, and they were just looking for the number, red flag. Yep, exactly. So You're already um, too high. Yeah. You're already before you even sat down. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just it. People have a number in their head. That's why it's important to talk budget a little bit. But we always said when you ask a client or more often the client will ask you, can you ballpark this job for me? I don't know. You want a bunt or a home run because <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go, especially on the phone. Sure. You know, is your house solid masonry? Is it wood frame with brick veneer? Is it wood frame with siding? Because right there alone is $40 spread per square foot. Sure. Because solid masonry is more expensive to work on than wood frame with siding. So without seeing it, you can't ballpark. You can't, don't ever go that route. Right, exactly. Because you'll okay. ballpark it in the wrong number, and they'll, they'll always remember that. Yeah. You told me 200. Right, right. Don't ever do it. Yep, that's it. Okay, so communicate and 
from the contractor's perspective, make sure you're communicating, again, with a contract. You want to call, email, keep a good, uh, good communication going the whole time. That's going to keep a lot of those problems uh, you know, at bay, and you're not going to have a lot of issues. It's as simple as communicating with your homeowner, with your client, so that that way these little issues are resolved now. You don't let them get into huge mountains of problems. And um, exactly. as you're going through the interview process too, are, are they being truthful with you? Are they, are they kind of hiding things? Are they kind of doing a, a shell game with you with some of the information? They're withholding information. Those are all red flags that you kind of want to walk away from that project or build in a value for having to deal with those, those issues because you know something and, else is coming up. Well, and, and going along those lines, have you ever had a client that's trying to dictate you exactly how you should bid it? In other words, they yeah. want to do a kitchen remodel, but my brother-in-law, twice removed, sure, he told me I don't need to upgrade my electric service. And you go down there, and they got a fuse box with six circuits in it, and they want a kitchen remodel. With aluminum foil. Oh, no, you're going to need a new service, <laughs> and we're going to need a lot more circuits. No, 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 my brother-in-law said, if you're going to fight that battle already, mm -hmm. you're right. done. Yep. And if they're avid home improvement TV show guy. Yeah. That can be trouble too. Cause sure. you're not in that market. Which market did you watch? Sure. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. and none of them talk money. So. Right. 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 It just and all got done in a half hour. Sure. And you know, they went to the demo right to the reveal of how beautiful it is. And you don't know yeah. that it took six, eight months to do the project. So. And it, none of it met code and they can't get a CEO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or their business producers are being sued. Right. And they pulled their licenses. Oh, but they're still on TV. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and there are yeah, people yeah, like yeah, that. It happens. So uh, if if that client's telling you, not you know, not just okay, I want these cabinets, I want this faucet. That's the stuff you want them to tell you. But if they're telling yes. you how you're going to install it, when you're going to install it, all this stuff, and they're they're laying that kind of stuff out, that's your expertise. They're now in, in into your purview of what what you're being paid to do. If they're trying to dictate that stuff, that's something you want to back away from. So Well, um, and another good one is they want to do their own work in parts. Uh -huh. Maybe they want to do the demo. Or maybe they want to do this. And, you know, like I get why they're trying to save some money. Sure. You know, and anybody looks like, oh, I could rip all those cabinets out and I could take all that drywall and tile off the, the walls and I can save a thousand dollars. So I'll do my own demo and then you guys can come in on Monday and start. Here's the issue. Monday, you show up, they're only half done with the demo. <laughs> or let's say an argument, they actually had everything torn out, but they didn't pull the nails. Right. Now you got your guy standing around finishing demo, which is not in your bid any longer. Sure. So don't, don't fall into that trap. The worst one ever is I did a job for a guy who was electrical engineer, and the city that I was working in allowed him to do his own electrical work other than service. Really? So structure over the garage, I had to use two by 12 floor joists, 12 inches on center to make my span. And this genius electrical engineer <laughs> took a saw and he cut the bottom of all the joists so he could get a conduit from one side to the other at mid span. Ugh. So now technically I had two by tens at 12 inch on center, which do not meet code. Right. I didn't say anything out loud. I was waiting for the inspector to fail it. And then he was going to have to pay me to tear out or sister, all the floor joists. Right. But the inspector didn't catch it. Oh, no. No, so I documented <laughs> it all with pictures and notes. And yep. 
my seven years are up. I didn't uh, hear anything. Well, but Then you're good. It's scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He made it under the fudge factor in engineering, apparently. <laughs> Trust Don't him. Don't let people He's do their engineer. own work. Because yeah. it screws with your numbers. It screws with your schedules. Right. Okay. So I'm sure we're a little over time. Aren't we uh, there, Sonar? We're already in episode two. <laughs> okay. There we go. We got 30 we're minutes. We're in three. <laughs> we're in three by this point. So uh, anyway, we just kind of wanted to kind of cover some of these things that the, that the contractor should be looking for. Because you don't need to get burned either. And there are a lot of people out there that are trying to take advantage of you. And some of the systems and the, that we've laid out here will help you do that. Come up with a system to, for your lead generation, following it through so you know. And the other thing is now, once you've done some jobs and you've done, had some successful jobs, what did you do to, to make those jobs successful? Let's repeat that. And so we didn't repeating. even stick to your list, which was actually pretty good. A couple of key ones. <laughs> no, seriously. When did you want to start? When did you want it finished? Oh, yeah. Those are some other questions, yeah. I mean, come on. I don't know how we skipped those. Cause, probably because I started on number eight in that one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a huge one. Right sure. now, everybody is slammed. Even if you're not super, super busy, you just don't have the staff to take on additional work. Sure. Right? It's a, it's a mixture of both. Right. So if somebody tells me, calls me right now, it's, it's July. I'd like to do this, and I'd like to have it done for Thanksgiving. Click. Right. Not going to happen. Sorry. Not going to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get back in screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, somehow you walked through the window, and you're right behind me, and you were gone. Just to the jam. I went out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hard to go out this way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway. But uh, yeah, no. So if you know, it doesn't mean our time frame. So do want to ask that. Don't get your you know your phone rang. Don't get all excited. It might be a job right in your wheelhouse. Sure. But if you don't ask, when would you like this completed by? And you drive all the way out there and put all this stuff together, and then find out there's no way you can get it done in time. Right. Well, you and just if, wasted a whole bunch of time. And and you might find that where they're calling from, it's too far away. I know people that drive an hour and a half to go do a job, and you know obviously. The closer you can work to home, to, our, to where your home office is, you're gonna that that's gonna be a more efficient place to be working. You're gonna get things done. Oh, you, know, you know where all the suppliers are. You you go an hour and a half away. Now you don't know where anything is, and and it just makes things a little more difficult. So um, I know I had that same problem when I worked in the city of Chicago. Yeah, I was just trying to fix something. I ran into Ace Hardware to buy spray paint to touch something up. You and can't he's do like, that. Son, they don't sell spray paint in the city of Chicago. <laughs> yep. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Because that way there's no graffiti, right? Sure. Because now they just you're making them drive all the way out to the suburbs to get their paint to come back. And, yeah. And so tag you go place. get spray paint and ammo. Yeah. Sure. Now they have to want it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You make them work for it. That's what you I do. know. Anyway. All right. What else? Anything left? No. I think we're, we've, we've kind of much, you know, kind of covered it all. So that's that's where I was. We just want to want to make sure that the contractor, if you're out there, you're trying to do a good job, you're tired of getting burned, don't do the same if don't do the same things. Don't work for that type of person. And you can start putting a list together as you start doing these jobs. Year, two years, three years down the road, you'll have a nice program of how to generate those leads and be able to repeat those leads that are good for you and that make you money. Yep. So right. that's what you want to do. 
And, you know, when you're first starting out, it's difficult. You just, you just don't know. But, you know. No, when you start out, I mean, I, geez, I was taken on just about anything. Sure. And the only thing that I gained by that was a tool collection and experience. So it wasn't all bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't really make any money I could invest and retire early. Sure. I didn't learn how to grow the company. I just filled my schedule with busy work. Sure, sure. So take the list that we've got here. We'll have that on uh, mightyhouse.net. Just go to the blog page, and you'll see how to select a homeowner. And we'll have the full list there on there go. of all the questions that you need to ask and what you need to watch out for. So um, I think oh, we're at the 30-minute the mark there. Yeah, I think so. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, you guys need to go back to radio. Yeah. That's what it is. It's well, <laughs> and we haven't been together now for what? Uh, a month and a half, two that's months? That's true. So that, I mean, well, that's... people wouldn't know that. You just let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, well... Behind the curtain. Behind... Okay, <laughs> cut that out. Yeah. Right, but no, seriously, you're right. We're just rambling along. Okay, so with that, with we're going to say keep it square and level. Until next, Until next time. time. Until next time. We we'll be back. All right. We did that. Yeah, that See how fast we did that? Like, boom, boom, boom. Done. We, we knew it. Wow. We, we watch it's our amazing own how videos. we turn this down so fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we're out. Okay.